Hello from the Pacific Northwest. This is Kristen from KristenWombach.com, and you're listening to Intentional Now Podcast. More people than ever are asking the question, how do we find ourselves on the resurrected side of Jesus? In this show, I discuss what's really on the other side of the torn veil, ascending into heaven, and how does our sonship fix the heart of creation? If you're like me, Jesus has redefined what you used to say yes to. Join me and my guest in a workshop discussion that proclaims, we're not nailed to the cross or dead in the grave, but fully alive and resurrected in him. Amen? Let's do this. Hey, 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 welcome to my listeners. Hello. We are still having a heat wave here in the Pacific Northwest. How are you faring? Huh? How are you doing in your summer months? I am a natural-born California girl. Did I surprise you? I have been in Oregon since I was five years old. So, because of my California roots, I tend to thrive in the heat. <laughs> I can hear you say, oh, how does she do it? I don't know. I just like being warm all the way through. So I hope you're enjoying your summer. You're having a chance to get outside, enjoy your family. Last night, my husband, Don, he smoked hot dogs, really good hot dogs, but he smoked them. And did they ever taste wonderful? Yes, I smothered mine in mustard and dill pickle relish. That's the way I like it. Mm -mm -mm. They were wonderful and they were so good. I love summer food. <laughs> I am so excited. So we started a new series last week called Pure Joy. And with that, the purpose of Pure Joy is encouragement, laughter, and let's let life gurgle up, right? Gurgle up life's best. Amen. And our conversation from last week, uh, it has made to a part two, right? It didn't go anywhere. <laughs> it seems like the Lord has a little more to say on the subject. So let's tune into his thoughts and his good intentions towards us. Amen. So today's takeaways, what you're going to put in your pocket, is how are you doing? <laughs> I heard you said you said that last week. Yeah, maybe we didn't really ask ourselves, how are we doing? I've got some meditation helps bringing heaven to earth. I have four tips to help you discern a heavenly perspective and pure joy series oh let's keep it going right so last week or this week through the week i kept seeing last week's episode graphic and it was like turned upside down so if you look at if you're using your phone which most of you are and you look at last week's episode that's episode 68 how are you doing Look at that graphic, and I kept seeing it turned upside down. It's turned upside down. So I just had more questions. Well, what are you saying, Lord? What do you mean? So I went over to Canva, where I make all my graphics, and I turned it 
I turned the graphic upside down, topsy-turvy, so I could meditate on it, chew on it, and see what is he looking at that he wants me to see. So here's a meditative tip for you. Making it practical is to practice writing it or drawing it or digitally create what the Lord is showing you. Mm -hmm. It's really very, very simple. If you feel something, if you're perceiving something, just, you know, grab a picture online, go over to Canva, wherever you do it. You can doodle it, draw it, whatever. But it is so practical for you to take that thought that the Lord is putting in your heart and you bring it to life when you pen it or draw it or grab images and that create the thought that he's giving you. So it's a great place for me right now to highlight a journaling life. And this is my favorite quote. Yes, I said it. So there isn't a tool that any one of us possesses with more wisdom hidden inside than journaling. And I will stand on that a thousand times. It is how I learned to hear the Lord's voice. And then I really began to grow. Mm -hmm. So catch the link down before. So the, the benefits of drawing or gathering like pictures is retention, seeing a different perspective, highlighting your sense of feeling and your emotions, and creating a memory gate that the Lord will use again. And the benefits are like kinetic learning. It becomes tactile. You know, and from a spiritual perspective, what you see in heaven, it becomes a record on the earth as soon as you record it. Yeah, it does. So you should get a ding, 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 ding out of that one. Yeah. So you see something in heaven and when you record it, when you journal it, when you doodle it, when you draw it, where is it now? It's here on the earth. Uh-huh. And that is a record that has major legislation behind it. I tell ya, I'm going to keep going. I'm not talking about legislation today. This is the series of pure joy. <laughs> okay, I have plenty of episodes regarding legislation, okay? So you just look into them. So back to last week's graphic. Mm -hmm. Make sure you listen to last week. It'll help make sense for this week. So here in the graphic, you have an attractive, fun-loving, curly, dark-haired woman. She has pink heart sunglasses, and they're just barely pushed down on her nose. She's looking at you with those big brown eyes. Her shoulders, a weather-friendly, they're bare. And around her neck is a simple leather strand necklace with five staple colored beads. Very simple. She is gorgeous. Summer is obvious in full swing as her model perfect smile intoxicates you into the graphic text. Question, how are you doing? <laughs> Get used to that question. We're going to talk about it, turn it inside out and upside down today. Are you ready? <laughs> All right. I feel the need for breathe in <laughs> and a breathe out. Maybe we ought to do that again, right? 
because this is pure joy. We are going to breathe in and we're going to breathe out. Yeah, a little farther out. <laughs> I'm going, hey, I needed that too. <laughs> so I have a great quote to share with you by Miss Moen. A true friend asks how you are doing and then stays around for the answer. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so I don't know about you, listener, but Jesus is still asking me this question. He's asking you this question. So we're digging deeper into the areas of our life that maybe, hmm, maybe we're overlooking and sometimes ignoring. Oh, she didn't say that, did she? Yes, she did. Ignoring. Hmm. Or, you know, he's wanting us to listen so that he can encourage us. Yes. So let's turn this question upside down. How about that? Let's turn it upside down and see what falls out. Okay. So how are you doing? No, no, no. I didn't do that. I didn't turn it backwards because then that would be doing you or how. <laughs> Did I make you smile there? Doing you or how? I didn't get anything out of that either. <laughs> it's, we're looking at a mirror reflection. How are you doing? Mm -hmm. So I have a perspective for you. When I made a new graphic, yeah, I made the new graphic from last week and I turned it upside down. I wanted to look at it. Isn't that my tip, right? I looked at it and went, huh. And immediately I had this feeling or this sense and it appeared as if it was a lunch sack that was turned upside down. Well, lunch, your afternoon sustenance it would totally topple out on the table, wouldn't it? So Holy Spirit's going to talk to us in a parable. And he's going to use um, a lunch in how we're doing. He's going to use it metaphorically to highlight his perspectives for us. So you may know exactly what he's talking about to you. Because mm -hmm. he's using a metaphor so that he can talk through me to the mass of us as listeners. Okay? So you got that perspective. Good, 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 good. So here we are. We have number one. I'm going to pull it apart because that's what I like to do. I like to look at it deeply and I like to learn and chew on it. So number one is how. Number two, R. Number three, you. Number four, doing. So how? To what degree are we asking? In what manner is it applied? In what state is the how working? Also the means by which something is accomplished. A life application. I have a tip for you. By the way, how is the least important word when vision casting or problem solving? I, you go, what? What do you mean? Yeah. It, how can get in the way at times, right? So how is a word of measurement or mission? How takes, like how takes his measuring stick out and he ticks the boxes and shows you the data. So how do you run a marathon? 
How do you heal the sick? How do you increase your sales? Practice what relationship tells you. (laughs) Yep, I'm going to repeat that again. Practice what relationship tells you. Mm -hmm. So how are you doing? Well, like our picture, if your lunch, there's our metaphor, if your lunch is turned upside down, how is simply displayed It's on the table, right? So you have a chicken sandwich, a sliced apple, chips, cookie, maybe a water bottle, right? Well, in the last couple weeks, some of my dearest friends could say that their lunch sack has been turned upside down. OMG. Yes, it's just like, oh my goodness. How are you doing, right? So the how of our life our comings and goings, how things ebb and flow in our life, the mission we accomplish, it's changed. Okay? So the word are, A-R-E. It's an interesting word that forms a conduit between how and you. R gathers together, say, let's use our lunch again. As if we're saying fruit and chips and cookie and our water bottle, they all surround the sandwich. R. R represents and characterizes and it epitomizes and emerges the two together. It's a perfect conduit. How R. This is the biggie. You. (laughs) Easy to conclude. The people, it's us, it's you, it's me, right? So whether we write about it, you're an individual or a topic before us, as Jesus has said to me many, many, I could say that a hundred more times, many times, Kristen, you're the one listening. You, he's talking to you, he's talking to me. So we have our headphones on and we're listening. Mm -hmm. So continue to imagine with me your lunch or this metaphorical lunch. And it's flipped upside down. And we haven't even begun to talk about the lunch sack, right? The vehicle that carried the food in the first place. Hmm. Let's get to the word doing. How are you doing. Right. It's a deed. It's an action, especially when somebody is held responsible for it. It's a movement. It's a word that says do at hand. So doing does have somebody involved with it because somebody is doing the deed or the action, right? So how are you doing? So this quote just catches me by Francis Assisi, right? Start by doing what's necessary, then do what's possible, and suddenly you are doing the impossible. (laughs) Isn't that good? Start by doing what's necessary, then do what's possible, and suddenly you are doing the impossible. So I have four tips for you to ask yourself 
Remember, we're asking ourselves. I'm asking me. You're asking you. We're asking we. <laughs> that was funny. Um, how are you doing? So I could say, Kristen, how are you doing? I could say, listener, how are you doing? Mm -hmm. Did you catch? There's a change, and it came earlier than I thought. Yeah, there's a change right there. And... Yeah, it's a sensitivity of, okay, we're asking the question again, and, and we're allowing Holy Spirit, okay, Holy Spirit, how are you doing? And he comes, and you can feel his balm and his touch on our heart to say, yeah, how are you doing? He wants to know. So allow me, if you would, to set a perspective, and then we'll pick it apart I'm sure you'll have some things and perspectives to it as well. And of course, I put a link to a blog post so you can see the graphic zoomed. Because if you're listening on your phone, it's just like um, one by one, one and a half by one and a half. It's not very big. So I'll put the link here in on the description so that you can pop over to the blog post. And you can actually see the graphics that I made to help you get a perspective. So you and Jesus can have a conversation about it. So you know me. I am a visual learner. And if I can draw a picture or make a graphic to ponder the Lord's words, you bet that I will do it. Yeah, that's yeah. Hmm. That's one of the reasons why I upgraded my iPad, got the iPencil, and all of a sudden I discovered, wow, look, I'm an artist. A different, I've always known I was an artist, but to draw things, mm-hmm, mm, yep, dig into those giftings that he has placed in you. So in the light of heaven and earth, eternity and then some, how are we doing? Imagine our lunch is tipped upside down and it could look something like this. Our daily resources, the mission of our daily comings and goings, lunch. And the table is the day, the season, here on the earth. So our question, how are you doing? It's turned upside down, which has caused our daily mission, our how, it just spilled all over the table. It's everywhere. The lunch sack would appear empty, wouldn't it? Uh-huh. So that might feel a little uncomfortable, a bit vulnerable in this season. Amen. My question, how are you doing? <laughs> it could feel very much the same, uncomfortable, a, a bit vulnerable. But we're question askers, right? We're here because we ask questions, not just for the sake of questions, because we know God brings us and gives us, and it's his delight to hand us answers. And answers for every question, every intent, every situation and circumstance in our life, it has been written on our destiny scroll, the answer. So to know him is to know ourselves. And to know ourself, we have to be knowing the resurrected side of Jesus. 
he's no less than resurrected. We are no less than resurrected. So until I'm walking through walls, changing dimensions and attire, I have a bit more unpacking to do. And now I got you laughing. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> okay. So the encouraging stories that I shared with you last week regarding the stories that are on the other side of the grave, where we understand scripture and what scripture tells us about Jesus being raised. You know, they're positioned on the other side of the grave. And yes, I shared with you, I kind of alluded a little bit. Those are my personal and ongoing encounters with Jesus and the cloud of witness, the Marys. I have experienced Jesus as he shares with me about resurrection. And as I watch him experience him, I watch me and experience me. So let me continue to paint today's picture for us. Our daily resource, the mission or our daily coming and going, our work, hmm, our family, relationships, health, etc. That's our lunch. We're going to use that as a metaphor. There's our lunch. So we've turned it upside down and it's available on the table. The table of the kingdom of the earth. Right here, that's the kingdom of the earth. Right here. Mm -hmm. So now bear with me in this visual description and turn the graphic, that cute, dark-haired, curly-haired lady with the heart pink sunglasses. Turn her upside down. Mm -hmm. So the how which brought us to this point in time. The R. It's a vehicle which is connecting and the you, I really want you to know the Jesus in me and I'm allowing him to speak to me. Let me put that a little bit more present for you. You really, I really, you make this personal. I really want to know Jesus in me. And I am, you are allowing him to speak to you. That's the you. So the, do, the doing part is the current movement. It's the action or the mechanism. How are you doing? So then since this mm, spiritual picture, and we are spiritual beings, we're beings of light created in his image, then we can step out of the picture, right? So here we have, let me set it back up. We have... Turn the graphic over and it appears like a lunch or lunch sack. Lunch has fallen on the table and here we have a sack, right? So picture us in your imagination, in your spirit, walking on the floor of the lunch sack, right? Thus, all of a sudden it becomes our ceiling, right? So now I want you to take your spirit. I want you to stand on top of it, on the right side of it. It used to be what held the lunch, but now it has it is changed and it's shifted. And it becomes right side up. And actually, I see ourselves standing on the timeline here. Mm -hmm. 
So that would be the timeline. What do you mean by timeline, Kristen? Timeline. Today, tomorrow, yesterday, uh, the alpha, the omega, the beginning, the end, the, the, the timeline. I mean, well, the alpha and the omega goes past time. Time was created in heaven. Hmm. Yes, there's a lot we could talk about there. We're going to keep moving, okay? So imagine you're standing on an upside down lunch sack. And that represents, that flooring represents the timeline. And we're going to talk about that. So I hope I, I hope I explained it so that you got it, all right? So we're going to keep it simple, just keep it really simple. Jesus is talking and his purposes are always for your good. And together we're going to be goodness collectors. Isn't that great? Yes, we are goodness collectors. Amen. So we're standing on the timeline and we're standing in heaven because there's a timeline. You have heaven above and the earth below. There you are. So our head is really like you could say in the clouds or in heaven, right? With both feet are placed on the ceiling, which is the timeline on the earth. That's definitely a different perspective, and that is a good perspective. Now, since I'm painting a spiritual picture, and I'm assuming Holy Spirit is highlighting areas of your life, and he's making it personal, totally why I'm here, and I'd suggest that's totally why you're here, we are overcomers with crowns in our destiny. Yep, I'm saying that again. We are overcomers with crowns in our destiny. Read Revelations. Okay, so I want to know Jesus in me resurrected. I know you want to know Jesus in you resurrected. So I have four tips for you, okay? We have changed perspective. At whatever point the question, how are you doing, arrives at your door, our perspective has changed. Why? Because we are positioned on top of it. We are standing in our authority as sons. Isn't that good? It just changes. So number two, our mindset, technically in our, if you want to say this created picture in the spirit, our mindset is technically in heaven. Um, that's definitely going to change our perspective. Yeah. So Colossians 3, 1 and 2, therefore you have been raised up with Christ. And I'm going to change that translation here for the saying, right? It says, therefore, if uh, I don't think so, since you have been raised up with Christ, keep seeking the things above where Christ is seated at the right hand of God. Set your mind on things above, not on the things that are on the earth. Hebrews 12, 2 says, fixing our eyes on Jesus. <laughs> That's good, right? Ooh, fixing our eyes on Jesus, the author the perfecter of faith, who for the joy set before him endured the cross, despising the shame, and he sat down at the right hand of the Father, right? 
First Peter 1, 3 and 4, Blessed be the God and our Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who according to his great mercy has caused us to be born again to a living hope through the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead, to obtain an inheritance, repeat, to obtain an inheritance, repeat, to obtain an inheritance which is imperishable, imperishable. I'm going to practice that one again. Imperishable, undefiled, and will not fade away. And it's reserved. It's right there in heaven for you. And where's your head? Ah. <laughs> your head is in the same destination as your inheritance. Ooh, that's a good word right there. Your head is in the same destination as your inheritance. <laughs> Ephesians 1, 3, blessed be God and our Father of Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us in every spiritual blessing in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. You could actually say we're in heavenly places right now as we speak. Yep. And Philippians 2, 5 and 10. Let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus. The way Jesus saw himself is the only valid way to see yourself. The way Jesus saw himself is the only valid way to see yourself. What his name unveils will persuade every creature of their redemption. <laughs> Your ears perked up at that one. What his name unveils. Are we unveiling something here today? What his name unveils will persuade every creature of their redemption. That's huge. What his name unveils will persuade every creature of their redemption. We are unveiling his name. And in turn, through relationship with him, we will see the persuasion of redemption touch creation. Every creature. Every creature. So number three. <laughs> Recognizing what's under our feet. What is under our feet in our picture? Time. Mm -hmm. So let's take a moment to evaluate our question. How are you doing? And we're going to ask that question in the arena of time. A, how often should you ask yourself this question? How often should we ask ourselves? B, why should we ask ourselves this question? And C, when should we ask ourselves this question? And D, what is the purpose to ask ourselves this question? Wow. Yep, this is a deep dive. We're jumping in deep. So time is an indicator of many things. So Jesus-related communion is daily bread. We can glean through and from that communion 
It's daily activity, and it may be consumed at every meal that we partake in. So, in the asking, when I ask you how you are doing, does it bring up pain or joy, <laughs> concern or focus, love? Or disconnect. In the arena of time, hmm, let's just think here. We're thinking outside the box. Remember? Outside the box. This is a workshop discussion. So, in the arena of time, what happens to an individual who is disconnected? What happens to a marriage that is disconnected? What happens to a family that is disconnected? What happens to a generation that is disconnected? What happens if love is the connecting piece for individuals, marriage, family, and generations. <laughs> so what would happen if we asked a generation, how are you doing? In the arena of time, we're standing on the timeline here. What would happen if you could ask your family two generations ago, how are you doing? And what happens if change occurred regarding that question, how would your life be different today? <laughs> So let's throw that same question forward on the arena of time to your children's children. So if I ask you today, how are you doing? What heartfelt decisions and choices would you make that would affect your grandchildren? <laughs> I knew. I can feel it too. There's a shift right in there and a tenderness of Holy Spirit. Okay, I'll ask it again. If we asked the question, how are you doing today? What heartfelt decisions? So we're looking at the authenticity of this question. Being authentic. What decisions and choices would you make that would affect your grandchildren? So when Jesus asks us, how are we doing? Do we need a joy infusion? <laughs> Just the word joy, yes. Maybe you should pat yourself on the back and say, hey, 
You did a really good job. Your relationship with Jesus, it's filling your tank and it's unfilling your worries. That's huge. Congratulations. Well done. Yes. That's a joy infusion when you appreciate you. So do we feel pregnant with hope? (laughs) What does that mean? (laughs) I've got a river of life flowing out of me. (laughs) It makes the lame to walk and the blind to see. I sang that really low, didn't it? (laughs) I've got a river of life flowing out of me. Makes the lame to walk. And the blind to see opens prison doors and sets the captives free. I've got a river of life flowing out of me. (laughs) Do you feel pregnant with hope? Hope gives birth to grace and grace empowers faith. So you're amen. You're amen looks and feels and manifests. (laughs) Colossians 3, 1 and 2, again, therefore, that's right. There's that word therefore. Well, what's it there for? (laughs) If you, if I change the word if, since you have been raised up with Christ, since you've been raised up with Christ, keep seeking the things that are above where Christ is. And he's seated at the right hand of the Father. Set your mind and your focus and your day and your lunch <laughs> on the things above, not on the things on the earth. So when Jesus, your spouse, your best friend, or even you yourself, asks, how are you doing? You can honestly say, because you've asked yourself, and because you asked yourself, your answer created a conduit for change. If our answer needs change, Jesus is the changed agent. Amen? I'm going to leave you with this. Yay, yay, yay. He initiated the reconciliation of all things to himself. That's just a big Jesus hug right there. He initiated the reconciliation of all things to himself through the blood of the cross. God restored the original harmony. Restored. God restored the original harmony. And his reign of peace now extends to every visible thing upon the earth. So his reign of peace extends from me sitting here in Corvallis, Oregon, to you with your headphones on. His reign of peace now extends to every visible thing upon the earth, as well as those invisible things which are in the heavenly realm. Remember our picture? (laughs) Where we're standing, our head is in heaven. Our body, our feet, we are in heaven. 
Not only that, but all the broken and dislocated pieces of the universe, people and things and animals and atoms get properly fixed and fit together in vibrant harmonies, all because of his death. Colossians 1.20. <laughs> That's the mere Bible. You know why I like it. So, how are you doing? You can say, I am a vibrant harmony in the process of being fixed and fit together, mended and heavenly relocated, heavenly relocated. I'm touching creation and manifesting his reign of peace. How are you doing? You can say, I can say, we can say, we are a vibrant harmony in the process of being fixed and fit together, mended and heavenly relocated, touching creation and manifesting his reign of peace. How are you doing? <laughs> Isn't that good? How are you doing? <laughs> it's a good question to ask. Thank you for asking it with me. I bless you. I bless you to have an absolutely wonderful rest of your day. Remember, I left you some links down below of a bunch of goodies. Mm -hmm. I want to thank my patron subscribers. Thank you, thank you. <laughs> I bless you. Go take a look at the picture. It's, I've got it large so you can look at it and you can see it. What does Jesus say to you in the picture? And come find me over on Instagram. Kwombeck59, that's me. I got the link below, you know. And when you go, I want to know it's you. So remember, we go hashtag intentional now podcast. Okay, I heard somebody there. Well, I don't do Instagram. Uh, you can hashtag on Facebook at intentional now podcast. I have a page there and you can hashtag there. There you go. <laughs> oh, this is good. Thank you, Jesus, for speaking to us, encouraging us and just filling us with that pure joy. Yes, we are a vibrant harmony in the process of being fixed and fit together, mended and heavenly relocated. We're touching creation and we are manifesting his reign of peace. This has been my privilege to spend this time with you today. You have a wonderful rest of your day. I will talk to you next week. If you're in a hot in zone, I bless you and stay cool, right? I'll talk to you again soon. Bye now. <laughs>